Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 51. Minute 51. Hey, it's Dan. It's Dan, everybody. And Chris, uh, we left Chris uh, walking out to the driveway. Tommy's car is parked in the driveway. It's like, I don't even know now, 3.30, 4 in the morning, something like that. It's it's really late. And if it is summer, as we said before, the sun's probably going to be coming out within like an hour to an hour and a half. So we got to get our final girl stuff going. But yeah, Chris is walking out to... Uh, look at the car and saying, well, we hear her say, Tommy? Billy? There's a lot going on in this minute. I, I want to go in order, but I, I'm going to I'm going to forget it. So I want to say the thing I found most interesting is that Chris <clears throat> steps out and she walks towards the thing. And the thing is, if that's what it is, the vehicle that Tommy is driving is a very specific looking. There's no there's no top to it. It has a sort of um, almost like an army jeep kind of um, uh, windshield. Uh, there are no like. Um, are there? I don't think like like rearview mirrors, like regular style rearview. It's very different from a regular car. And what happens is we'll we'll fill in some more blanks in a moment. But what happens is, um, you know, there's a moment where the door slams, and 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 so the the camera's been looking, um, either been looking at the 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 car, Tommy's car, from inside the house, or. Um, I'll say up the driveway towards the garage. Let's call that that way. But uh, the door slams, and then it cuts to Chris walking across the driveway towards the door to open it. When all of a sudden Linda appears at at the at the window and, uh, of the of the door and scares her. But now we're looking down the driveway towards the street, and the ve- I never noticed this before. Look at the vehicle in the driveway behind her. That presumably should be the thing but it's not and i don't think the 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 driveway doesn't it doesn't look like a two two car wide driveway it looks like a single car wide driveway so there's no we we, we, the when chris steps out of the house the car closest to the garage is tommy's but now as she's walking back in the car right behind her is a different car i never noticed that before 
I've watched this so many times, I've never noticed that before. What the hell happened? I think she's in some, caught in some kind of wormhole or something like that. Something screwy's going on with Chris. Chris's perception here is what's happening. But yeah, so yeah, this is a bit of a weird moment. This is obviously the moment when Chris discovers that something funny's going on here. What does Tracy say? I forget. Um, uh, okay, so let, let's go through it some more um, uh, linear fashion. Uh, within one or two seconds, a question I've been asking many, many times over the past... 10 to 15, 20 minutes. Where is Scott? Scott apparently was hiding sort of on the far side of the garage because as Chris walks towards the thing, all of a sudden you see Scott sneak, 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 by the back, in the background. It's like, Scott, you are, you are dedicated, my friend. You are dedicated because I can assure you that as much as Linda might want to meet you, it being 3.30 or 4 in the morning, she don't want to meet you anymore, especially if they piled her full of Jack Daniels like four or five hours ago. She don't want to meet you anymore. And having said that, how come Linda and Scott don't pass one another? I mean, because it's literally give me give me a second between when Scott goes between when Scott goes in the door, or, or yeah, when Scott goes in the door and we see Linda, it's a total of twenty seconds. So Linda who has been stabbed, apparently, unlike everyone else who got their throat slit, he apparently stabbed Linda in the back. I guess that makes sense because her, she was facing away from him, but then everyone's facing away from him. He slits her throat. Um, so Scott, who is still nimble and moving quickly, doesn't run across the gal he's looking for who is dying from wounds in the back from a, inflicted by a scalpel. I, I don't fully understand that. That That's an interesting sort of, um, I don't know, wormhole, time differential, something's happening here. I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe like one portion of the house is being pulled into a black hole and is in a different time uh, speed than the other half of the house, which is away from the black hole. I don't know, that was a Doctor Who reference, everyone, and I didn't, um, didn't say that that great. But, um, but it's just like, yeah, maybe like Linda was moving towards the door but Scott was on another sort of time plane maybe that's why he's still so jaunty and excited about getting in there at four in the morning because to him it isn't four in the morning to him it's still like 10 30 but to the maybe to the gals maybe this is mm, interesting maybe to the gals it's like four in the morning but to the guys for whatever reason it's still 11 o'clock or something like that it's still it's still prime sort of prime time um, but anyway, yeah, Scott sneaks in and, um, Chris doesn't see anything, but she has one of my favorite reactions here where she turns and all of a sudden she does a, <gasps> and then it cuts to the door, which is slowly swinging shut. It's almost like the, wouldn't we be the lucky ones where it took me a few viewings to figure out what's go, what exactly is going on right there? What exactly is happening? I love moments like this. I mean, because I had having... Having done a lot of short films and short videos and things, I have had moments where people have watched them and gone, what just happened right there? And you're like, oh my God, that's an editing issue or that's something else, you know? And this is a couple of them. It has that moment. It has the, um, uh, and it has the weird moment where um, Chris shuts the door when Linda's in the hallway and then it cuts to inside the kitchen and Linda's kind of been pulled up a lot further in the hallway than we thought she was. And, and then Chris seems to take an eternity to walk like the 10 feet from the door to the entrance to the kitchen. Um, 
but I but I I love these weird moments of editing because you you see them in the, I mean we all there there you know editing is 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 it's not just a science editing at its best is a beautiful art and directing is too making sure the camera's in the right spot all these things I mean it's all it's all art the lighting and the everything but the editing there's something about the editing and there's there's something about the editing in this which is screwball because what should have happened is she should have gone what should have happened is it should have been um, her walking towards us and all of a sudden you see the door swinging shut faster than it was and then it cuts to her right at the moment when the door's about to slam it's like <gasps> like that. that that was the slam that noise I didn't want to slap too loud because it'll send the levels crazy but that's what it should have been instead what it ends up looking not to reference Doctor Who again but one of the things uh, one of the tr- sort of tropes of Doctor Who throughout its 36 seasons but most mostly in its first 26 is the moment where, um, and I think I think uh, the two I can think of off the top of my head, the two episodes off the top of my head, uh, season ten, end of the second episode of Carnival of Monster, and uh, season twenty one, the midpoint, the original first episode ending, and I think one of the DVDs has it um, broken up by this one, but the original first episode ending of Resurrection of the Daleks. It aired with parts one and two being edited together. That's why I call it that. But the the ending of episode two of Carnival of Monsters is the Doctor and Joe are in the middle of some sort of swamp. And suddenly they're looking around. All of a sudden Joe yells something like, Doctor, look! Ah! And then you just see a bit of swamp with nothing. And then all of a sudden a drashig rises up out of it. And Resurrection of the Daleks, I believe, is the same thing. I could be thinking of another Dalek story where it's just like, Doctor, look! And everyone turns and looks and all of a sudden a Dalek appears on the floor of this abandoned warehouse. And it's this sort of thing where Chris is walking and all of a sudden she goes, ah! but it hasn't happened yet. That was one of the things that the Doctor Who's traveling pals used to have happen to them a lot. They they would anticipate for the cliffhanger. They would anticipate something, and I love this because that's that's what Chris seems to be doing here. Yeah, and, and as she goes up to the door um, and passes that strange car, uh, Linda falls um, down, and she um, and Linda looks lovely right there. I don't know if it's she's lovely in death, but she's super super lovely. And, yeah, Chris goes inside and bitches and moans as she always does but Linda's back is covered with blood and it's weird uh, I I, <clears throat> I imagine that shirt is ruined I don't mean to be rude I think that shirt is ruined that stain is probably ruined that shirt you're not getting that stain out that's on the back of the shirt the whole back of the shirt is is red pink but there's no there's no there's no evidence of um like uh, uh, slashes through there which of course yeah there's no like cuts or rips or anything in the shirt which of course brings up um a either that as per the film they just didn't think about that and it's a mistake which is glorious or it actually brings up something which is rather unpleasant that when the killer loomed over linda he pulled up her shirt and stabbed her and killed her and put the shirt down exposing her her bare back um it's just i don't know he doesn't seem like that kind of killer which is which is why i think that um 
that I think that that that's not right. But that that's the only thing that explains that. But yeah, then Chris sees it and suddenly she realizes what's going on. She slams the door and locks it. Oh my gosh, what's happening? And then the minute ends inside the kitchen with her moving, advancing towards us. And Scott's still there, but I think I think we can properly say we're in fi- final exam, final girl time. Um, they already did their final exams in Last Slumber Party. Final exam, they're doing their final exam. Do they have another day? They do. They must, right? Because everyone's still there and still studying. So it's like, I'd love to know, like, final exam the next day. Like, did finals still happen? Or was it like, if you made it through the night? You know, like, Courtney, we know what you went through. We know all your friends were killed. But you're not going to pass uh, geology or whatever biology, whatever the heck it was. She was. It wasn't. I don't think it was another science thing, was it? Um, you're not going to pass whatever it is unless you get down there and take that final at three. We're sorry. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, that's well. That's it. Here, here's some music. <laughs> 